host, Scott Singer, and you are now tuned in to Biofuels Daily. It is Friday, November 22nd. Just like some catalysts used to produce hydrogen from methane, today's stories are going to get your commute cracking. For our first story today, we have some news out of Oslo, Norway. Airlines are now confident of having sufficient supplies of biofuel-infused jet fuel to comply with the Norway requirement, which takes effect next year although they warn of additional costs. From January, jet fuel suppliers in Norway must blend 0.5% of biofuel in all their aviation fuel, a policy Oslo hopes will boost supply and demand and lead to lower CO2 emissions. Although aviation biofuel suppliers say it can cut the carbon footprint of airlines by up to 80%, it costs four times as much as normal jet fuel, which has so far curtailed usage and therefore demand for increased production. And not all biofuels are equal, when it comes to their environmental impact, both in production and transportation. Norway's new rule demands that airplanes refueled in the country use a product made from waste fats and vegetable oil, although it excludes palm oil. There are not that many suppliers that supply that type of fuel. We have access and can buy these quantities at this stage. As we go into the future, though, we need more. Rick Gustafsson, chief executive of Scandinavian Airlines System, told routers. Reuters, my bad. The Scandinavian airline has set its own goal of powering all its domestic flights, which account for 17% of its total fuel consumption with biofuel by 2030. Scandinavian airline system expects Norway's 0.5% biofuel requirement to mean an additional 3 million euro in annual fuel costs. It said it may source the biofuels it needs from AirBP, BP's specialist aviation division, and intends to buy more from Sweden's Prem, which is building new facilities. Both with Sweden and Finland considering following Norway's lead, all three say that by 2030, they want to increase aviation biofuel use to 30% of total refueling. There is a danger that demand will outstrip production. We have to create the market. There's a strong demand for biofuel, but not enough is produced. Norway's climate and environment minister, Ola Elvstuen, told Reuters. Nesti and Norwegian utility Stackcraft are also developing new plants, while similar projects have been announced by Air France, KLM, and AirBP. WideRow, a small Norwegian airline, welcomes Norway's requirement but called for other countries to follow suit. As a first step, we would like to see national requirements of biofuel being replaced by international requirements. This would ensure a level playing field between airlines. It said, adding that it wants to use electric planes by 2030. However, budget airline Norwegian Air said Norway was creating artificial demand, which, even though it can be met initially, could cause a future fuel squeeze. With other biofuel volume obligations in the future, we could easily get a supply shortage, a spokeswoman said. In order to fulfill the mandate, imports from other regions might be necessary. (laughs) How sustainable is biofuel that has been shipped halfway around the world, she said. Norwegian Air has been investing in more fuel-efficient planes, which should be encouraged instead, she added. Some in the airline industry market, including the SAS CEO, said some of the extra fuel costs may be added to fares. Despite this, passengers at Oslo Airport welcome Norway's pioneering move. I do not mind if it will cost a little bit more. We have to clean up the world and do what we can to have a cleaner fuel, said said 72-year-old Dag Christopherson. And that's our first story of the day. <clears throat> For our
our second story, Metza Board joins Forever Green, a new alliance promoting fiber-based packaging in circular economy. Metza Board Corporation uh, sent out a press release on November 21st and is part of Metza Group, uh, one of its founding members of Metza Board, part of the Metza Group, is one of the founding members of the new Forever Green Industry Alliance, together with other members of CEPI, the European Association representing the paper industry. The new alliance aims to boost the contribution of fiber-based packaging in a circular and sustainable economy that minimizes climate and environmental impact. Forever Green was created as a forum to engage and connect industry members from across the fiber-based packaging value chain, from paper and board producers to packaging converters, brand owners and retailers, technology and material suppliers, waste sorters and collectors. Extensive global collaboration is essential in promoting circular economy and combating climate change. Together, we can utilize the full potential of fiber-based packaging and provide solutions based on renewable raw materials for packaging in the future, said Mike Jukuo, CEO of Metzaboard. Along with Metzaboard, Forever Green members include Nestle, Danone, Stora Enso, Smurfit, Kappa, Sappy, and many more. The Alliance is welcoming more organizations to join the collaboration. Metzaboard is a leading European producer of premium fresh fiber paper boards, including folding box boards, food service boards, and white craft liners. Our lightweight paper boards are developed to provide better, safer, and more sustainable solutions for consumer goods, as well as retail-ready and food service applications. We work together with our customers on a global scale to innovate solutions for better consumer experiences with less environmental impact. Um, for more information, go to metzagroup.com. Our third story of the day comes out of Kuala Lumpur. The Ministry of Primary Industries is currently in talks with the Ministry of Finance to set up a biodiesel stabilization fund and has proposed that 3% of the windfall tax imposed on palm oil exporters be refunded and channeled back to the fund. Its minister, Teresa Koch, said the windfall tax is currently imposed on palm oil exporters when palm oil prices in the physical market surpass 2500 rm per ton the fund would be useful to assist the small holders in subsidy subsidized biodiesel blending for the petroleum companies when cpo prices hover above diesel so far the ministry of finance did not object to the idea they also agreed with our request that the windfall tax be channeled to the biodiesel fund she told reporters yesterday earlier cock witnessed a memorandum of agreement between five petroleum companies <laughs> and Malaysian Palm Oil Board for the upgrading of biodiesel blending facilities at 35 petroleum terminals across Malaysia. However, the minister said it was still at discussion level, and the reason being that the CPO price had only risen a few weeks ago. CPO, of course, stands for crude palm oil. Prior to the budget announcement, the crude palm oil price was about RM2100 and RM2200 per ton, she said. She noted that the implementation of B20 in Malaysia and potentially B30 was in line with the initiative by Indonesia, which is going for B30, while Thailand is going for B10. We see this as an encouraging trend. Biodiesel is the best mechanism to stabilize the crude palm oil price. Since palm oil is the third major export of the country, we can sustain the crude palm oil price, also stabilize the economy indirectly, she said. <clears throat> for a fourth story of the day, biodiesel produced by American Green Fuels earns a coveted UL environmental claim validations certifying its environmental benefits. 
Coming out of New Haven, Connecticut, American Green Fuels LLC announced today that it is a certified biodiesel, that its certified biodiesel product has achieved two UL environmental claim validations. One for recycled content, biodiesel produced by American Green Fuels LLC contains an average of 42% post-consumer recycled content and two byproduct synergy. Biodiesel produced by American Green Fuels LLC contains an average of 46% byproduct synergy feedstock content. UL environmental claim validations lend third-party credibility to single attribute environmental claims, which has helped UL become an influential presence in home safety. Along with its official validation decision, UL reached out to congratulate American Green Fuels on its achievement and continued leadership in the field of biodiesel production. Raf Aviner, president of American Green Fuels, shared his enthusiasm about the UL certifications. We are very proud to have accomplished this achievement. This certification is also unique to American Green Fuels because we are not aware of any other biodiesel plants that have tamed UL certifications for their biodiesel production. We look forward to promoting the benefits of our biodiesel and encouraging Connecticut homeowners to include certified biodiesel produced by American Green Fuels in their home heating oil and Connecticut municipalities to include our product in offices, schools, and on-road diesel vehicles. By using certified biodiesel produced by American Green Fuels, we can all help clean up Connecticut's environment. American Green Fuels manufacturing plant located in New Haven, Connecticut uses waste products from other industries to produce its certified biodiesel, which often includes waste oils like the used cooking oil from restaurants and or food factories. Currently, select heating oil distributors in Connecticut blend certified biodiesel produced by American Green Fuels into traditional ultra-low sulfur heating oil. Connecticut residents can ask for certified biodiesel produced by American Green Fuels from their home heating oil dealer. Most importantly, for Connecticut residents, including homeowners, municipal leaders, building managers, business owners, and many others, biodiesel is compatible with most heating oil systems. In fact, biodiesel burns cleaner than conventional heating oil and also burns clean in diesel engines. UL certified biodiesel produced by American Green Fuels is certified to have a distinct (coughs) environmental benefit to Connecticut consumers because it provides greenhouse gas savings of minimum 78% up to 93% as compared with ultra-low sulfur heating oil. Meet ASTM D6751 specification standards be manufactured at a facility that is accredited as a BQ9000 producer and be validated by UL for the following environmental claim validations. Recycled content, biodiesel produced by American Green Fuels contains an average of 42% post-consumer recycled content and byproduct synergy. Biodiesel produced by American Green Fuels contains an average of 46% byproduct synergy feedstock. The more Connecticut residents request biodiesel from their local heating oil retailer, the more the state can reduce its greenhouse gas emissions. To learn more about certified biodiesel produced by American Green Fuels, please visit www.americangreenfuelsct.com. For our last story of the day, Greenfield Global Inc. and H2Gen Canada announce a joint venture to produce green hydrogen in Quebec. The partnership will use the strengths of both companies to produce and deploy 100% carbon-free green hydrogen in the greater Montreal area, as well as expansion to fast-growing international markets. 
Coming out of Quebec City, Greenfield Global Inc., Canada's largest ethanol producer in high to gen Canada, the first mover for commercial production and distribution of green hydrogen, announced today that their intention to create a joint venture that will develop and operate a facility in Varennes, Quebec for industrial scale production of green hydrogen and other zero carbon energy products. The companies are completing conditions and terms with Greenfield Global and Hydrogen, each owning 50% and its governments, its governance will be composed of representatives from both companies. The joint venture will build a facility in Varennes, Quebec, adjacent to Greenfield's existing biorefinery. The new facility will use the latest electrolysis technologies powered by hydroelectricity. The final products of the joint venture, green hydrogen, biomethane, and biomethanol, will reach the standard of zero carbon footprint and zero greenhouse gas by using the green carbon dioxide from Greenfield's biorefinery. The joint venture facility will build at 29 megawatts and expand to meet demand with a possible scale up to 80 megawatts in 2024. Green hydrogen can be used in industrial transportation and mobility sectors, as well as energy property solutions. The new Varennes facility will help deploy clean, sustainable hydrogen in Montreal and position Quebec to be a world leader in green hydrogen production. Greenfield Global and Hydrogen Canada coming together is driven by our shared values and mission to reduce the impacts of fossil fuels by providing the greenest, most sustainable energy products for our customers, communities, and ultimately the health of the planet said Greenfield President and CEO Howard Field. The demand for green hydrogen is increasing vertiginously. However, the commercial market is still at an embryonic stage. Our green hydrogen and hydrogen-based production at a competitive price and our networks will allow us to reach across a different sector, including the hard-to-abate ones. With low switching costs, the clients will realize that it is very possible to reduce the impacts of an environmental crisis by using other products team has proven the experience of developing, building, and operating plants, and our vision has been supported by market leaders in the global commodities industry, said Cyril Dufa-Sansat, CEO of Hydrogen. Quebec is an ideal location to establish carbon-free hydrogen production, given its abundant hydroelectricity and the strong government commitment to reducing greenhouse gases. Greenfield operates the first and only ethanol plant in Quebec and produces the lowest carbon-intensity ethanol in Canada. Our vision from the onset is to expand our operations and expertise to help develop a hydrogen hub in the greater Montreal area that is capable of expansion into fast-growing markets in North America. Europe and Asia, said Jean Roberge, EVP and Managing Director of Renewable Energy, Greenfield Global. Montreal International, Greater Montreal's Economic Promotion Agency, has been working to attract this new major player in the region. The hydrogen industry is gaining interest all over the world. Using the driving force of water to produce renewable energy, we have developed a solid reputation and stand apart from the other North American regions. The use of hydroelectricity with its stable rates, low carbon emission, and no pollution rights to trade has played a key role in the decision of Greenfield Global and Hydrogen Canada to invest in the region, said Stefan Paquette, Vice President, Foreign Investment and International Organizations, Montreal International. For more information about these two companies, uh, you can go to www.greenfield.com or www.high2gen.ca. Well, folks, that's the end of the show. So if you liked my podcast or have any comments or questions, please be sure to send me an email at biofuelsdaily at gmail.com 
And lastly, if you could subscribe to my podcast and leave a rating and a comment, that would be greatly appreciated. This is Scott Singer signing off, and remember to always go green.